attention, please. Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. It's time. Oh, no. I, I had to. I had to. It's time, Dana. It is Mariah season. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Another week. Jendi, this is Jendi. This is not a Mariah Carey podcast, but we all know it is time because by the time you are listening to this, she will have thawed uh. out completely. And it'll be Mariah season. You know what? A friend of mine at a kid's birthday party just called out that it's taken us a few weeks to record. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And he was like, also, I know that Adam is ready for his holiday, his Mariah Carey holidays. And I was like, man, you are a listener. You do listen. You know that Adam is that crazy about his Mariah Carey come November 1st. Good gracious. Okay, and get this. She's doing two shows this year. At Madison Square Garden. And I haven't bought tickets yet. I think they go on sale like the end of this week. Oh, She's okay. doing two Christmas shows. She's doing one at the Hollywood Bowl. And I sent you a screenshot because we went to the Hollywood Bowl a couple of weeks ago. And I was yeah. like, oh, Mariah, and you didn't even respond to me about it. So oh, that's why. Because you already are planning to go to Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I'm going to go see her at the garden. Bum, bum, mm-hmm. bum, 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 bum. It's here. It's here. I can't wait. The parks are going to be decorated soon. I cannot wait. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about all things Disney. It's been a couple of weeks. Dana, we've been busy. We have been busy. We have been busy with work. We have actual real jobs that pay us money, unlike a podcast about Disney. <laughs> and I, I don't know about you. This pays us nothing, just for the record. Zero. Zero. Dollars. It pays Zero. us in love. Zero. It pays us in our friendship. This is really just exactly. an excuse for us to talk on a weekly basis. But I've been busy with work. I've been shooting a couple of pilots for a cable network. And yeah, it's just been go, go, go. I think it's going to be this way up until Christmas. So it's fine. I'm happy to have a an intense last quarter of the year. It has been so busy. It's been the same on my world. Like it, it's just been nonstop traveling for work and everything else. And then you know, life gets in the way, but we're back. We're back. And this is episode 99. Oh my God. Holy moly. What are we going to do for episode 100? I think we've got some ideas. I don't know. We, I've got some ideas. We have ideas. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. It'll be a banger. Yeah, it will. Of an episode. But anyway, let's see. We escaped up to Boston this weekend and enjoyed 70 degree warm weather in California. Or in, <laughs> let's say 70 in degree California. warm weather in California because it felt like we were in California. That sounds lovely. Yeah. No, it was 70 degrees. Here. It was almost 80, actually, on Saturday. So we had a nice time. A little road trip. A little road trip. What did you do this weekend? Oh, well, I mean, as we're recording this the day before Halloween. So our weekend was all filled with Halloween activities. I went to a party. I The party theme was you had to come as like a character that has died. And I was kind of like, what? that's a weird concept. But Kim, Sierra, and I came as Disney characters, Disney parents that have died on screen. So we came as I was Bambi's mom. Kim was Nemo's mom. And uh, <laughs> Sierra was uh, Simba's dad, Mufasa. So there you have it. 
the ghosts of Disney and Pixar characters past. Exactly. But then I like it. on Sunday, we got to do something super fun with Ray, yeah. Sierra Leone. I think everybody knows this, but she works for Nickelodeon Animation. They had this super fun family and friends party for their employees. And it was like face painting and like a whole haunted maze or kind of a fun, silly maze for the kids and trick-or-treating. Oh, fun. They had like a DJ. They had the In-N-Out truck. They had pizza and tacos and a ton of games and stuff like that. Oh, Ray got to make slime. Ray got to make slime at the no. Nickelodeon studio. she get slimed? Do kids even know what that is anymore? They, is slime still a thing on Nickelodeon? For sure they do not. It is a part of Nickelodeon still, but I don't think they understand the magnitude that people got slimed in the 90s. But it was so fun for Ryan and I, too, because we got to see, like, all these relics from the 90s. They had, like, statues of the Aw Real Monsters characters and Ren and Simpy and Rocco's Modern Life and all they this cool all stuff. all that things there? They had – I saw, like, a structure where they had, like, people who created some of the shows. They had a creator okay. for all that. Um, they had those orange cassette, like, videotapes. Remember the orange videotapes? Stop, yes. They had those Wait, what about what would you do? What, 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 what would you do? What, 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 what would you do? What, what, what would you uh, do? You I know, didn't see anything for that one, but I'm sure it's there. so sad is I always wanted to go to Nickelodeon Studios in Orlando. Because remember every show, they'd be, like, taped in front of a live studio audience at Nickelodeon Studios Orlando. Never got to go. And you know what's so sad is now it's, like, a storage facility for Paramount. I know. Well, um, hi, sir. I got to go. I got to go in Orlando and I didn't even have Nickelodeon. I got to see Clarissa explains it all. Stop. I know. Isn't that so cool? And the thing I remember the most was that Sam, her neighbor friend who would come over and he'd always like enter her bedroom from the like a ladder. I was fascinated. I was like seven years old. I was fascinated to learn that the ladder was just like a quarter of a ladder and they just propped it up and kind of crawled in. But to my (laughs) seven-year-old brain, I was like, it's not a real ladder. They're not actually upstairs on the second floor of this house. I know. It's like when you took me to the set, when you and Kim took us to the set of Fuller House. Mm -hmm. And we saw the upstairs and the stairwell. They're always like running up and down. There's like three steps actually. And that was it. Yep. Or the stairwell to nowhere out of the kitchen. <laughs> did you see that like Good Burger is getting a sequel? I did see that. Yeah. And That's- that like they're all back for it. So yeah. like Keenan and Kel are back. But then um, what's her name? Who did the news on all that? And she did. Yeah. I like her. What she's was her back. Name? Oh, I can't think of what it is right now. But anyway, she's back. I'm look it up. It's like a little, we're getting a little bit of a all that. Actually, just looked her up L- on Lori Instagram Beth. earlier. Lori Beth Dinberg. Lori yeah. Beth. Yep. Yep. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, so she's back in it playing the character from the first Good Burger movie. I, I'm excited. I'm here for it. I'm here for all these things. Too bad none of, like, that movie is being purely made for all of us parents right now. It needs something yeah. to go watch. It's so true. <laughs> Kids have no idea with who they are or what that is. Long story short, I don't know who was more excited to be at Nickelodeon Studios, our kid or us. And I think it was probably us, but she had the baller time. And she went to school today, and I was like, how was your day? And the first thing she's out of her mouth, she goes, it was great. I got to tell everybody how I got to go to the Nickelodeon Studios, and I made everybody jealous. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. We're raising such a Hollywood kid. Okay, well, that was your weekend. My weekend, like I said, we went to Boston, and then we also got a 13-and-a-half-mile run-in at 6.30 Saturday morning. I met my Disney teammates. We ran 13-and-a-half miles around New York City Saturday morning because, again, I'm doing the 
Dopey Challenge at Disney World in a couple months, raising money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. I've raised like a little over $3,000. We've got 8,000 totals what I have to hit, so I'll post it again on the Instagram. But if you all feel like donating and helping me kick cancer's rear, the exciting news about Run Disney today, aside from the fact that I'm getting to do Run Disney in a couple months, is they just announced their calendar for 2024 race season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 2024 and 2025 race season. And the big exciting announcement is they've added yet another new race out at Disneyland. And it is the Halloween half marathon weekend in September of next year at Disneyland. We got to do it. We got to do it because yeah. also I can get my coast to coast medal now with that. I thought I was out of luck from getting the coast to coast challenge done because I didn't get into the Disneyland half. And now they've added this new fall event. And because it's in the same year, Oh. I can get the coast to coast challenge medal step back. for doing Step back that. a beat. So you get a extra medal if you've completed both coasts within a year. Like they just have it for you. Yeah, if you do at least a 10 miler, if you've registered and you've done at least a 10 mile race, I believe, or it might be a half marathon on both coasts, you get this mm-hmm. cool Dumbo coast to coast challenge medal thing. Because Dumbo flies coast to coast. Get it? Huh? It's great. So now if we do this, I get the coast to coast challenge. So we'll see. But we're going to have to sign up. I think registration opens in early February. It opens earlier for Club Run Disney members, which I think this Club Run Disney thing is a complete racket. It's just another way for you to give the Walt Disney Company money for no reason. It's hundreds of dollars for an annual membership. And all it does is it gives you access to the races before the general public. Oh, that's not. Well, and it's like hundreds of dollars for the membership. Okay. So we'll say that, yes, it's a racket, but we do need somebody in this group that listens to this podcast to <laughs> have a membership so that we can get in on buying that Disneyland but- half marathon. I don't even know if they can get us in. They may only be able to register themselves. Oh, well, maybe that's good. Then they won't take up all the spaces. It's not like Ticketmaster. We're going to have to be on there. It's going to be one of those days, Dana, where we've got 16 devices up. No work is done. And we try. Don't tell my boss. All right. We'll do it. (laughs) All right. Anyway, so it, it is exciting. And they also announced all the dates for the 2025 Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend the Wine and Dine, the Springtime Surprise, all those other races coming up in 24 and 2025. Holy moly, we're talking about races in 2025. That's crazy. Yeah. Races and cruises, those are the only itineraries you can see through Disney for 2025 (laughs) at this point. Pretty wild. Okay, well, let's get into our topic that we've picked. We're sticking with our theme, and we're talking about underrated attractions, dining, entertainment, all throughout each of the different parks. We've already done Epcot. We've done Disneyland and California Adventure. We most recently did Hollywood Studios, and now we're bringing you Magic Kingdom in Florida. So I think it's an interesting topic. I had a hard time starting through figuring out what I think is underrated at Magic Kingdom because, quite frankly, I think a lot of stuff is pretty overrated at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I love Magic Kingdom. It's classic. But I do think most of the stuff is pretty overrated. But then once I got rolling, once I really started thinking about it, I was like, oh, there's some gems in here. There's some real good underrated gems at the Magic Kingdom. I agree. So – I don't know about you, Adam. I have a list of about five-ish, five and a half things. I've got five. And it was definitely one of the harder parks to find the underrated things. 
And I know. Cause, and then I also caught myself doing what we often do is sometimes in your brain, because we've been to both so many times, you get the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland mashed together in your head. Yes. And you're like, wait a second, was that in California or is that yes. in Florida? I like, don't know. I'm like, oh, wait, that's not actually at Disney World. That's only yeah. at Disneyland. Yep. 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 I did the same so, thing. But I do think I was able to pull together a pretty good list. It's a good mix of attractions and food. Same. I wonder, All right. I wonder if we'll have some duplicates. Here. I guarantee you we have one specific food item that it's the same. Maybe we should just start with that one. I'm going to say it and you tell me if it's on your list. But okay. one of my underrated Magic Kingdom food items is over at the Sleepy Hollow area inside Liberty Square, just right outside of Fantasyland. And it is, for me, the breakfast option, the okay. Nutella and berry waffle. It's so good, but you just like everything at the Magic Kingdom, you have to get this before 1030. And good thing you can mobile <laughs> order. So you can mobile order this from your hotel room and then get there and pick it up. But this is so good. It's a big old Belgian waffle and they just lather it in Nutella like frosting and then they throw oh on all different berries. It's usually like strawberries, blueberries and banana. My husband, unpaid intern, is allergic to banana, so we asked without, but it's good with or without. You don't need the banana. I had no idea. It's delicious. I love this No, I had no idea Ryan was allergic to that. Oh, yeah. Ryan has some weird allergies. Let me just out his allergies on a podcast, but um, (laughs) that's one of them. He's also allergic to raw carrots. Cooked is fine, but raw carrots. Brazil nuts, which those suck anyway. Who wants a Brazil nut? But they're those like big ones that you get in... um, like a nut pack, a, a trail mix pack that is like huge. Yeah. They're, yeah, yeah. And they're f- flavorless, but he's very allergic to those. Almond roca, the candy almond roca. Yeah. Not almonds and not like nougat, but like almond roca specifically. Um, he's got a few other ones. Watermelon? Watermelon. Who's allergic to watermelon? How, how is he the one running out for Benadryl for me when I'm getting some shrimp juice in the thing and I haven't had to go out and. Like, jab him with an EpiPen. Yet. I know. I know. It's kind of weird. And the most random things. If there's something super random to be allergic to, it's probably Ryan who's allergic to it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm also over at Sleepy Hollow for one of mine. But it is the later in the day menu. It's not the breakfast. This is, I think, the, and you all have heard me talk about this meal. This is my go-to favorite lunch uh-huh. in all of all of the theme parks everywhere, even though those those tacos at DCA are giving this a run for its money. But the chicken and waffles with the homemade potato chips and a side of some Joffrey's cold brew over there at Sleepy Hollow, this chicken and waffle is phenomenal. It is this amazing thin waffle with this fried chicken with a little kick to it, with a sauce that's got like a kick to it and some coleslaw on there. These incredible homemade kettle potato chips. Yep. And then you have a coffee, a nice cold brew coffee with that thing. Oh my gosh, you guys. This it's, is like, it is so underrated. And I think you guys had it for one of the first times, right? We did with, with us you. when we were there in April. Yeah. Yeah. And we were, it was really good. And I got to say, right before we recorded, I asked Ryan if he had anything underrated at all of Magic Kingdom. And the first thing he said, the only thing he said, he was like, oh, you got to talk about that chicken and waffle over by Liberty Square. It's so good. I know. So good. Do not go to be our guest for lunch. Do not go to Cinderella's Royal Table. Save your money, save your time, and yeah. just go get the chicken and waffles. You will thank us for it. It's so true. You also 
Pro tip, get a really great side profile of the castle. That's a great spot to take a family photo and it's a side profile. Highly recommend. Um, And my other tip that we already mentioned is mobile order. Mobile, mobile, mobile order all of these items. Yeah, that line can be long. Yeah, yeah. You'll walk right up. Other tip, get over there right before a parade starts because it's also a really good side view of the parade as it comes through. It goes right in front of the Sleepy Hollow uh, seating area. Yeah. So if you get over there, get your chicken and waffles beforehand, you get a good side view of the parade. It's true. Man, we really dropped some serious tips in that. Number one underrated. Look at us. All right. What's your next one? Okay. I'm going to go right into it. This is the first one that came to my mind. It is top of mind every time I go to the Magic Kingdom. It's an attraction, and it's, in my opinion, the only attraction you need to go to on any day you go to the Magic Kingdom, and that is none other than the Carousel of Progress. I love the Carousel of Progress. I love it with my heart of hearts. I sing It's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow to my daughter before bed almost every single evening. I just love the story. And I have a couple of reasons why I think it's so underrated. It's one, underrated because nobody's ever in that theater that you go to see this show. A very quick history recap for those of you who have the one person who's maybe never done the Carousel of Progress that's listening. This was an attraction that was built for the 1964 New York World's Fair by Walt himself. And so I think that's really important to note that this is the single only ride that Walt Disney's hands have like been on and a part of that exists at Disney World because he passed away before Disney World was opened in 1971. So this is it. You know, like there's other rides that were inspired, but all of those still exist at Disneyland. The Carousel of Progress shows you four different scenes through different parts of the century. And it's obviously changed a little bit in the 90s, the early 90s. They they changed the last scene. But I just think that it's so fun. I love the song. I love all of the different scenes. They also feature the seasons. I think my favorite is the 1940s and it's Halloween time. But they're all so cool. And they talk about the different technology of those different centuries and then just because i think you guys need to know more history about the carousel of progress it's been at disney world since 1975 it left disneyland in 1973 oh and last piece of fun fact it holds the record for the longest running stage show of all time because it's animatronics I love this thing. I love getting in there. It's a nice break in the air conditioning. It's yes. fun. It's nostalgia. I love the last scene of like what the world's supposed to look like right today or something. Right. Yes. But then I love the song and I actually have on my desk, Kurt got for me this like desk, like sign. That There's says, a great big, great big, beautiful tomorrow. Yeah. And I was, I had a phase where I wore man jewelry for a little bit. And oh, I had don't a, tell um, people that. You don't need yeah. to do that. I, well, I had a bracelet I wore for a while, like oh. a man bracelet that said, it's a great big, beautiful tomorrow. Okay. Well, that's, like, that's cute. Man bracelet. But you don't need to tell the community at yeah. large that you yeah. wore jewelry. Yeah. That's not- I was a man jewelry person, but <laughs> maybe I'm now into friendship bracelets because did I tell you I'm a Swifty? That happened over the last Wait, two Wait, what? Too. I become a Swifty. It's happened. What? Like three podcast but- episodes ago, you were given a lot of, uh. Uh, yeah, no, gruff we're here. We're here. To, we're here. To our, we're here. Our, I'm one. I am one. Swift. Give me 13. Give me the friendship bracelet. Like, 
Let me guess. You went and saw it in the theaters. You went and saw her. No, too? I haven't even seen it. But oh. I did watch Miss Americana, the documentary on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then I've been listening to her music because her and Travis Kelsey just bring me joy. That's it. That's why. It. That's why. I because know. you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. I'm a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan. So now, like, I'm obsessed with it. And even my dad, who will never admit to, like, paying attention to somebody like Taylor Swift, was talking all about they're going to get married. Look how happy they are. He's, he's like, she's going to be pregnant in a year. Like, oh, I was wow. like, what? Dad, slow down. We're Swifties now. Anyway. We're Swifties. Um, she's taking over the universe. Um, and also... Did you end up watching that SNL piece that I sent you from eight or ten years ago? It was when 1989 came out, and it was all about how, like, you just can't avoid becoming a Swifty. And I think no, it's so true. you can't. It's, you're sucked in. And now I listen to 1989, Taylor's version, like, the entire drive back down here, and I was like, it's good. Like, Aww. Yeah. Oh, no. It's happened. It's happened. So, you know, take my credit card next time the heiress tour comes back. Apparently, she's going to, like, come back to New York again with it, allegedly, at some point. I don't know, because why not? Just make more money. Anyway, off topic. Back to Disney. (gasps) Could you imagine? Oh, whoa. What if the Chiefs somehow win the Super Bowl again this year, and she goes with Travis Kelsey to Disneyland? Oh, no. Yeah, that's a very real possibility. I'm here for it. Okay. Anyway, so I'm going to keep us over near, near, um, I've just got Taylor Swift in my brain. Oh God. You can't even, you are, like, you I are can't that even think it's happened. It's you are happened, that Dana. SNL sketch. I'm going to post that yeah. in my stories yeah. here yeah. on, on our thing, because it's like yeah. about how, like, what do you, how do you handle when Taylor Swift enters your ear holes? And it's a basically like, it gives it, you it a drama. Me. You can't. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Okay. So the carousel of progress, Disney. So, I'm going to keep us over there by the oh carousel of progress. I know where you're taking us. You are, you? you are, yes. Can I, can I guess right now? You, okay. sir, are taking us over to the freaking Joffrey's cart that's across the way from. Uh, Actually, from- no. I think oh. that Joffrey's cart is the worst Joffrey stand in all of Walt Disney World because the line there, I think they hire the world's slowest coffee pourers <laughs> to work at that stand because that line is longer than the line for Space Mountain. Like that line is ridiculous. So I know no, I waited in it with there. you last April. I know it was because very long. I wanted that. Hey, okay, and I needed that coffee to get through those fireworks after having because that was the day I got up in the morning, ran the ten miler at five o'clock in the morning, and just powered through, and we made it all the way through to fireworks somehow. Yeah, that was a lot because of that Joffrey's. So no, I'm not going to the Joffrey's. I'm going to that transportation in the sky. The TTA, the yeah. people mover. I think it is totally underrated. That line is never very long. You can always hop on. It is the best tour of Tomorrowland. You get the best view of the castle, the best view of Space Mountain. You go inside Space Mountain on this thing, yeah, which is so cool. And I've done it once where the lights came on, and that was probably the happiest day of my life. <laughs> and the story it's just great it's great it's it's fun and i i am continuing my petition for the walt disney imagineers to turn that into an evening dinner attraction where each I know. loop around is a course it's set up perfect they could do it they, they could do it if they wanted to and they could charge a fortune and people would pay it 
Adam would pay it, but then they're down the ride. Like they have to set it for dining the whole time. I love the people mover. I agree. I almost put it on this list and then I thought, no, because I know with 100% guarantee in my heart that Adam will already have that on the list. 100%. Um, But it is. It's so great. It also is a good like eat up some time, see some stuff. Like we also rode it one time and got to see the lights on in Space Mountain. So that's a just pure joy if you can get that. Um, yeah, it's lovely. I yep. agree. Very underrated. All right. What okay. do you got next? So I'm going to take us to, oh, okay. I'm going to take us to a performance that I think most people don't even know exists at the Magic Kingdom. Okay. It also didn't exist for a long time after the pandemic, but it recently came back and it has, you know, shows every couple of hours. This is over in the new Fantasyland section, really close to the Be Our Guest restaurant. They have Enchanted Tales with Belle. The show is great. They only take a small group. Exactly. People don't go. They only take a small group of people in at a time. I think it's like probably between 30 and 40 people. And you walk in, the enchanted mirror lights up, and it starts the story of Beauty and the Beast. At one point, you then go through the mirror, down a hallway. It's very much like you were living in the story of Beauty and the Beast. You end in, I think it's the Beast Library, where Belle herself comes out, and they bring kids up forward, and they retell a portion of the story of Beauty and the Beast with kids who are holding, like, different characters from the show they've got lumiere who's an animatronic and he's narrating the whole thing and moving back and forth it is just a really delightful experience and it's very intimate and afterwards you get a picture with Belle. so this is the hands down most interactive experience you will have with probably any disney character any face disney character that you would meet in the parks and it's for a long period of time so i highly recommend it i don't think people even know it exists It does eat up a chunk of your time. It's going to be like once a show starts, probably like 20 minutes, but like maybe an additional 20 before that. So know that if you pick to do this, that's like 40, 45 minutes of your day. But I think it's totally worth it, especially if you have young kids who love princesses or adult kids like myself who their favorite princess (laughs) is Belle. So, yeah. I know it's really the only Beauty and the Beast attraction. Like we don't have them. Not like over in Asia where they've got the actual ride that looks incredible. But yeah, we don't really have a Beauty and the Beast attraction. So this is kind of it. And the the effects look incredible that they take you through that I've seen. I've seen some walkthroughs. So I think next time, maybe when we're there in January for the marathon, we go to Magic Kingdom. We will finally go do story time or whatever it's called with Belle. The Belle thing. Enchanted Tales with with Belle. I just said it to you. Enchanted Tales with Belle. It's great. Go see it. All right. Well, I'll keep us over in the same-ish area again. Okay. This is neither an attraction nor a food thing. Okay. It is a queue. I think I know what you're going to say, but go for it. It is the Dumbo queue. Yes. I think the Dumbo queue is the most underrated queue ever. Like, I'm saying this because having taken Noah to the Dumbo queue, where they have geniusly figured out to give you a pager to hold your place in line... So your kid can go play on an indoor playground for 30, 40 minutes, whatever it is that line is going to be. And the kid is so happy. Do that at every attraction. Just do it. Put it everywhere. 
I wholeheartedly agree. I don't agree that it's underrated because every time I've gone there, that place is like teeming with children everywhere. So I think people have gotten the memo and they know that it's awesome, especially people with little kids. But I agree. It's it's super awesome. And if you are a parent, you should know that. That's a, like a cool place. And that's nothing like they have at Disneyland. But yep. underrated. It's not underrated, sir. Okay, maybe edit the splash pad, the giant splash pad over there. Okay, that is underrated and also only open during the summer months, which is like nine out of the 12 months. <laughs> so I'd say that's of most Orlando. of the year in Florida. Yeah. And it's great. Noah had a blast in that last time we were there in April. It was open and he loved yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I think it's underrated because to me it was underrated until we had Noah and discovered it. Okay, all right, fine. All right, I'm going to keep us still at Fantasyland. I'm going to talk about a food item. I shared this with you. I think you had a couple of bites of ours this last April trip that we did. This is the Cheshire Tales pastry at the Cheshire Cafe, which is, oh, don't give me that. It's really good. Ugh, I just, uh, I just, ugh. It's good. You don't even know. Let me, let me set the scene for you. I folks. had it. It's not that good. It is good. Let me explain what it is, sir. So this is over right by the teacups. It's just like south of the teacups. It's a little tiny cafe called the Cheshire Cafe. It's a braided like Danish pastry with purple and pink icing that's kind of thread throughout. And inside it has like chocolate that's a little melty. So think like the Starbucks chocolate croissant, but a little less croissanty, a little bit more of a Danish pastry. It's so good. It's sweet, but it's not like overly sweet. You can split these easily and they're delicious. Sometimes there's yellow on them too. I love it. I love this thing. Ray loves this thing. I don't think anybody knows about it. And you don't need to mobile order because you can just walk right up because there's never a line because they're good and nobody knows that they exist. Adam. Okay. Look, it's a pastry. It's a flaky pastry. With some icing on it. It's good. It's good. It's, it's got okay. it's buttery what's, and and it's like buttery on the bottom. It was okay. It was okay. You know what's good there? Joffrey's cold brew. Okay, get out. Look, I don't <laughs> drink coffee. There's got to be other listeners who don't drink coffee. You need to know of other things that are not just coffee that are good. And also, let's be honest. Like again, to the point that we made at the beginning, there's a lot that's very overrated at this park. So finding things that are underrated was a bit of a stretch. But I, I do love this <laughs> Cheshire Tale pastry. All right, all right, all right. So I'm going to keep it with food. Okay. I'm going to move us over to the entrance to Adventureland and to the egg roll cart. I love the egg roll cart. And there's never a long line. You can always walk right up to that thing yeah. and get either the cheeseburger egg roll or they've had and they've kept it post. I think it's still there. I need to double check. But they've kept it. They kept their 50th anniversary one, which is like a New Yorker's dream. It's this like Reuben egg roll. It's like a pastrami Reuben egg roll. And it is so good. Dipped in a thousand island dressing. Delicious. Like the egg rolls, the egg roll cart. I think we've talked about this in the past that like the dining options in the Magic Kingdom are not great. You really have Be Our Guest, which is so-so. It used to be phenomenal. When it first opened, the food was amazing. It was like really high quality, and now it's kind of gone downhill. You have Cinderella's Royal Table, which is astronomically expensive. And you've got the Skipper Jungle Canteen, which is hands down the best sit-down restaurant in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. 
other than that, like if you're not going to go there, just snack your way around. There's plenty of snacks. And like between the fried chicken and waffles and these egg rolls. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you're fine. You don't need it. And when you're ready for a dessert that's not a churro, you can have the Cheshire tail. <laughs> sure. You know what's surprising they don't have at the Magic Kingdom is a Bengal barbecue. <sighs> Bengal barbecue is only here at Adventureland at Disneyland. And it is so good. Can I tell you? What I just saw, it's from Molly from Mammoth Club, our favorite. She yep. and her husband just did this. And I'm going to do this on Sunday because we're going. And I will bring back a full report. They took that cheesy garlic bread from Marisa's Treats that you and I yeah. got the last time that we thought was great with the marinara dipping mm-hmm. sauce. I got it for Kurt when he and I were there with Noah. And we it's so one. good. It's but they so were good. out of the marinara sauce. And it's not the same without the marinara. Well, then you're going to try this next time. So you get. That Maurice's Treats garlic cheddar twist. You take it over to Bengal Barbecue. You get a meat skewer and you slather that meat skewer into the bread. Oh my goodness. And you have yourself a delectable sandwich. So I'm going to try it. I'll let you guys know. Do it. If this do is it. any good. It's got to be good though. Because the Bengal be Barbecue, <laughs> we switched over to Disneyland. The Bengal Barbecue is like, it's so well seasoned. I love the beef and the spicy pork belly. Like all of it is delicious. So I can't imagine that will not be a good combination. All right. I have one left. What about you? I have one left as well. All right. You go. Okay. This is another attraction. This is a show. It exists also over at California Adventure, but it's far better at the Magic Kingdom because mm-hmm. it's the original. It's still in Fantasyland. I think a hundred, no, ninety percent of my places were in Fantasyland. This is none other than Mickey's Philhar Magic Show. So love it, Mickey's Philhar Magic. If you don't know this attraction, because I think it's underrated and a lot, not a lot of people know about it. It opened in like 2004 and it is a 4D show that you're watching with 3D glasses. They call it 4D because there's like scents that come at you and a little bit of water. So it's another couple of senses. Um, But it's adorable. It's like a 15 minute show where they play some of the best, most classic songs from the Disney archives. Donald Duck essentially steals Mickey's sorcerer Mickey hat. Mickey is trying to conduct the orchestra and Donald steals it. And then he loses it. So then it becomes an entire journey for Donald to try and find the hat. And the hat has found itself in different, quote, scenes of Disney movies. So you're going to see Aladdin. You're going to see The Lion King. You're now going to see Coco, Peter Pan, The Little Mermaid. It's all these, like, classic songs. And it's really cute to see how Donald's kind of infused in those stories. But what I love the most about it is that you get to sit. You get to listen to some songs. They're just going to jazz you up and get you excited. And then you get those like 40 cents. I think my favorite scent that you smell is the apple pie during the Be Our Guest song. And Donald thrusts it in your face. But it smells so good. And it's like only that scent exists there. So anytime I'm on that attraction, I just smell that apple pie smell. And I'm like, oh, so good. So, yeah. Mickey's Philhar Magic. Make a point to go see it. I love how the screen like grows and grows and grows and grows and you feel completely engulfed in it. Yeah. And then the best part of the whole thing is Donald Duck's rear end sticking out the back. Ah, I know. It's so cute. I love it. Okay. Okay. What's your last one? You ready? Am I? Is it a Joffrey's cart? If it's a Joffrey's cart. It's not a Joffrey's. 
not a Joffrey's He's cart. so I mad. I have avoided all the Joffrey's carts, but yet to have somehow worked in Joffrey's cold brew twice. Okay. It is a memorial that is inside Tomorrowland that few people know about. What? There is a memorial to something that has since left us in Tomorrowland. And it is. What is it? Oh, God. To Stitch's Great Escape. No. Where okay. you must go. That's <laughs> all, homage, folks. We're done for tonight. This is uh, the good, greatest ride enjo- I in hope Walt you Disney World history. Stitch's Great Escape. May it rest in peace. And every time we walk by where, where it once sat, where I'm sure all the pieces are still in there behind that wall. And little Stitch is still trapped in that little test tube in there. I have a moment of silence for him as I walk by every time. And you should too, Dana, mm-hmm. because that was the greatest ride in the history of all of Walt Disney World. I've got a lot of moments of silence for that ride. That ride sucked. <laughs> it was terrible. Nobody was liked best, it. Best Nobody thing should give ever. it any lip service on this podcast because it was just <laughs> terrible. No, it was not great. If you want, I mean, it, yeah, it still exists. You know what you should do, Adam? You should go sneak in. You should go. You'll probably get kicked out of the parks and forever banned. But you should go and sneak in and see if you can see. Stuff. I know. Be like those people who like dive into the Seven Seas Lagoon and try to swim over to Discovery Island to check it out. Yeah. Like I'm going to be that person, but in the Magic Kingdom, breaking in to go find the remnants of Stitch's Great Escape. Yeah, you're going to get banned. Those walls. You're so going to get banned from Disney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, that was a really good list. I enjoyed it. Worn one out for Stitch, right? No, we're going to be, we're moving on from Stitch. Nobody (laughs) wants to talk about Stitch's Great Escape. No, that was a really good list. I think we did it right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but frankly, like like I said before, there's a lot of stuff that I think is a little overrated at, at Magic Kingdom. I definitely tell clients not to book more than one day there because it's just, there's a lot to do and it's really, really fun, but... It's going to be crowded. That's always going to be a like constantly crowded park. And I guess if I have any other tip for you, this is not an underrated element of of the Magic Kingdom. It's very much an overrated element. And unfortunately, it's a cash grab for Disney. But I do recommend getting Genie Plus on the days that you go to the Magic Kingdom because that has the most rides available to you on Genie Plus. And you really are going to get through everything there because of genie plus and i don't think you can get through as much if you didn't have it yeah i just i don't know is this going to be an unpopular opinion if i say magic kingdom at disney world has slightly become overrated for me in terms of all the parks there like we've increasingly spent less and less time at the magic kingdom compared to the other parks yeah well we don't spend very much time but we have disneyland so i feel like there's too many similarities for me to care to spend a lot of time at magic kingdom when we go but no i don't i don't think so i just think that it's it's slightly overrated oh i have another underrated i have another very quick underrated at magic kingdom i think it's underrated to see mickey at the main street area a lot of people don't know that Mickey is over there and you can wait a very short line or get it through Genie Plus and be in and out. I feel like it's been long every time we've tried. Oh, well, we always do Genie Plus to, to get in and see him. And it's like under five minutes and you can go meet Mickey. So maybe that's an underrated for Genie Plus. I think it's worth it. And you can get that photo with Mickey and you get a lot more like one-on-one time with the guy. 
versus if you just see him out and about in the park. Maybe. I I actually kind of find them more fun when you randomly run into them. Because they're still kind of doing those. Well, you never run into them at Disney World. Yeah, I don't know. Do you not feel like they're still kind of doing those like random characters? Where they just pop out and form a random line? Or is that more Disneyland thing than the Disney World thing? It's a Disneyland thing. If you ever see random characters that are like kind of obscure and they are just out and about and they don't really have any line, you just kind of form it. That means that that's a training group of character performers who've come in and they're just kind of creating a space for them to get experience. Uh Oh, you froze. You froze too. All right, folks. Well, I think our computers are telling us we're done for tonight because Dana just turned into a ghost, but you all just missed. She, her face blurred out completely on the zoom screen. So I think, (laughs) I think that's the Halloween ghost in our computers telling us to be done with Halloween and enjoy Mariah season because she is thawed and she is here and it is the happiest time of the year. Is she cryogenically frozen most of the year? Is that what we're implying about Mariah Carey? Yeah. Yeah. They literally thaw her out every fall and she is fully thawed by November 1st at 12.01 a.m. Eastern time. Wow. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, folks, happy post Halloween and happy Mariah Carey Christmas season and season. all those all the we have a lot to bring to you guys. I cannot believe that the next episode you guys are going to listen to is our 100th episode. Adam and I need to I talk, know. but I've got some grand plans for this one. So, make sure you all tune in. We need a cake. We need the 100 cake. Well, we don't they, live in the, the same TV shows state. Get. Yeah, yeah. Syndication, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it works for podcasts. But again, thanks, folks. We'll post a bunch of stuff on our Instagram so you can hear what we're referring to on a lot of these things. And then you know where to find me if you're looking for a price quote, a free price quote for a Disney vacation, Disneyland, Disney World, cruises, adventures by Disney, you name it. I'm your girl and I can always hook you up. Just send us a DM and I'll get you our form. Or you can find everything at Adventures with Allison, A L L I S O N, Wonderland.com. All right. With that, folks, have a great night. See ya.